0: Hey Grace Church, what is up? It is great to see you today. I am Pastor Nicole, and I'm so glad that you are with us today here in the auditorium. And then also for those of you that are joining us online, we are so thankful that you are here joining us as well. And we've been in an awesome series called Alter Ego. And the last few weeks, Pastor Aaron has really challenged us through some powerful messages Um, Just really diving down at some things that we need to lay down on the altar, right? We need to lay before Jesus. And one of those things, the first week he talked to us was about our feelings of inadequacy. Our feelings of inadequacy. And so the, the name of the series is Alter Ego. So we're supposed to be laying that down on the altar before Jesus. And then the second week he talked about our need for control, and I know that really resonated with a lot of people, right? We, we want to be in control, and so we have to learn to lay that down on the altar before Jesus. And then last week, he really gave us a challenging message about our right to be offended. And I think that was just such a timely word for us right now, where we are in our country and in this world right now. We have so much offense, right? So if you missed any of those messages, make sure that you go back and listen to those. Watch those online. They were powerful. They were life-changing. And so make sure that you get caught up and listen to those messages. And so just finishing up this series today, we are going to be talking about our longing for approval. Our longing for approval, right? We all have this need, this longing for approval. It's so strong in us. And it actually begins when we're very, very young, begins at a very young age. I don't know if some of you are parents, if you're raising children, you know this, you understand this, because when your baby starts crawling around and starts moving around, you understand what this is like. They want your approval. And so when they start touching things, they shouldn't be touching. When they start getting into things, they shouldn't be getting into you have to teach them no, right? You have to use that word, and and they've never heard it before. They've never experienced disapproval. And suddenly, they go to touch the outlet, or they go to touch something they're not supposed to, and you say, no, no. And they stop, and they look at you in shock, right? Almost this look of horror, like, what is that? I don't like that at all. And it may come with crying because it just hurts them because they've never experienced that disapproval before. And it doesn't feel good, right? It does not feel good. We don't want to feel disapproval. And so you begin teaching your child at a young age, and then when they're a little bit older, right, and you're at the park playing or maybe you're at the pool, and if you're with them, you know, as their parent, what are you hearing? Mom, mom, mom. Look at this. Look at this, mom. Hey, dad, 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 watch me. Watch me. Watch what I can do. And then they're immediately looking for your reaction when they do that, right? I mean, if you're not watching them the whole time, you hear about it. You have to watch. You have to watch. And then as soon as they do it, they look at you and they want to hear, oh, that was awesome. Way to go. Good job. You're amazing, right? They want to hear that approval we we have this need in us and it begins at a very young age and i don't know about you but most of my life i have been trying to get the approval of others so maybe if you stop and look at your life for a few moments maybe you might be able to say that you can relate to that maybe you notice the same thing throughout your life and if, if you were a child, you, you know you wanted to be picked to play on that team, to be on that kickball team, right? You wanted to be asked to, to go to that friend's house, or if you played sports, you wanted the coach to pick you, right? You wanted the coach to pick you for that special moment in the middle of that game when it was just clutch time, right? You wanted the coach to pick you, to put you in, in the clutch, right? We want that because we desire that approval, I know I had a moment like that when I was younger. I was a swimmer in middle school and high school, and so I swam competitively. And I wasn't that great, but I was actually a decent sprinter. That was kind of my strong suit. And so uh, I could sprint like nobody's business, but make me go on (laughs) a—do one of those long (laughs) races, I was no good. But so my coach decided to put me in the freestyle relay uh, to basically— as the leg of the relay. And so you know the relay's going, and we're behind, and we're we're falling more behind as the relay goes on. And you know then it's my turn to hit the water, and I'm like, all right, I, I just gotta go for it. So I hit the water and I just went for it. I didn't hear anything i didn't i was just kind of this out-of-body experience i just like went as fast as i could as hard as i could i was like hardly breathing the whole way you know i'm like i can do this i don't need a breath and i'm like so and i just went as hard as i could and i got into the wall and i popped my head up and to my surprise i i beat the girl i i won up for our team and because of that our we won the whole meet and so it was this big deal and you know, all the cheering and screaming, and you feel it, right? You feel that approval. And we learn this over our lifetime. We learn what it feels like to have that approval, and we like it, and we want more of that. So then we just continue to seek approval wherever we can find it. But you know, I'm here to say today that now that, now that I'm an adult, you know that now that I've lived some life I don't I don't really struggle with that anymore. I'm totally over that. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, just kidding, and I'm sure uh, you probably still struggle with this as well, because honestly, if we haven't received enough approval growing up as a child, we actually will struggle intensely as an adult to seek approval and so you may as an adult still be seeking and looking for approval from your parents from a friend from a boss and if you're married from your spouse we look for it everywhere around us and so it might look differently for for you for different people and so ladies maybe for you you know when your husband comes home from work you might say hey doesn't the house look good Doesn't it look good? And you're just kind of looking for that approval of being a good housewife, you know, taking care of the home, or maybe you made a new dinner, and so you say to the family, hey, how was dinner? How was it? So you're kind of just, you know, looking for that approval, that confirmation. Or guys, maybe for you, maybe, you know, you come in and you're like, yeah, you know, fix the dishwasher, it's running again, it's it's working, got it working. Uh, that's actually a true story for us in our house. My husband actually did just fix our dishwasher, so kudos to him. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever heard me talk about um, the fact that he's not actually the most handy p- person, but he always gives it a try, and man, when it, when it actually works, we are all just like, yes, you did it, and so yeah, he's he's got a lot of strengths, and but man, your your biceps rock, babe. Your biceps rock. But he actually did fix the dishwasher, and so we celebrated. It was amazing. Um, you know, or maybe, maybe guys, you're out in the yard all day, and so you come in, and you say, doesn't the yard look amazing? Doesn't it look so good, man? We could win landscaped yard of the year, you know, and you're just kind of looking for that approval, or maybe you come in from work, and, you know, you announce to the family, I closed a big deal at work today. Man, I made my company tons of money. It was amazing. And you just want to hear that that approval. But none, none of you do that anyways, right? None of you do that. Or maybe maybe you stock your social media. Maybe you put a post up and then, you know, 12 seconds later you're checking back to see if you got likes. You know, and you're like, oh, has anybody liked it yet? And then... I mean, if you don't end up with a hundred likes, I mean, who are you really? I mean, you have to get at least a hundred to be somebody, right? But you guys don't you guys don't struggle with that, right? Yeah. Well, we all have this need for approval. And so today we're just gonna walk through there's five things that can show us that we are striving for this need for approval from other people. And so we're gonna look at these five things. The first one is that you worry about what others think. You worry about what others think. So how many of you would say this? How many of you would say that you care too much about what other people think? Go ahead raise your hand if that's you. You care too much about what other people think. Now those of you with your hands raised, turn and look at the people that didn't raise their hand and tell them, "You just care too much about what other people think to raise your hand." <laughs> you care too much about what other people think. It's just something we do right (laughs) we just care too much and caring too much about what other people think can actually end up paralyzing us and lead us to make some really bad decisions when you care what other people think it drives your decisions and a lot of times it's not good decisions another thing that can show us that we have this need for approval is that we're overly sensitive we're overly sensitive Maybe maybe you just wrote an article at work and you, you got lots of compliments. It was a really good article. And so lots of your coworkers are saying, man, that, I read your article. It was awesome. Way to go. That was great. And, you know, your boss announces it at the meeting and just tells everyone what a great job you did. And you're just feeling super good about it. And then all of a sudden you get one negative comment about it. Just one negative comment. And it destroys you. And you end up thinking, you know what? I'm just no good. I don't even know why I wrote that article. I shouldn't have. I don't know what I'm talking about. I I should just quit. One negative comment. If you can relate to that, you might be overly sensitive. Or maybe you text or snap a friend and they don't get back to you immediately. And you start thinking, oh, man, did I do something to upset them? Did I, did I say something wrong? Are they mad at me? Oh, my gosh, maybe they don't want to be friends with me anymore. Maybe they're not my BFF anymore. Oh, my gosh, they just don't like me. And if you can relate to that, you may be overly sensitive. A third indicator for us that we're living for the approval of others is that you compromise your values. So, you may have something that you really believe deeply in, you know, and you just really believe deeply in it, but you end up compromising it for the approval of others. So, maybe maybe you're a young girl and your goal is to honor God and to strive for purity in your life and in your relationships, you know, but you're dating this really cute guy and He looks at you and he's like, baby, I love you. I just love you so much, baby. I just love you. And then he says, but you know what? I would love you even more if. And then you end up compromising your beliefs for the approval of someone else. Or maybe... Maybe you're a young guy and you desire to stay on God's path for you. Like That's your desire. You want to be a leader among your friends. You want to follow God, but you're hanging out with a group of your guy friends and you're just chilling and one of them takes out a joint and looks at you and says, hey, this will help you relax. It's no big deal. You want some? And you give in and you end up compromising your values, your beliefs for the approval of those that you're with. Or maybe, maybe your desire is to honor God with your finances, to be debt-free, to manage your money wisely. But you end up spending and buying things that you don't need with money you don't have to impress people you don't even know. And you compromise your values for the approval of other people. This is going to end up leaving us empty and just seeking more and more approval. Another indicator for us that we need this approval is that you hesitate sharing your faith. You may really, really believe in Jesus and his transforming power in your life, and, and how when you accepted him, it transformed your life, and that he made you new and you know what that's done for you and the impact it's made in your life. And you have this, you have this friend who's hurting, who's struggling, and who needs needs Jesus, needs freedom in their life. And you know the difference that God would make in their life. And you know what they're going through because you were there at one time, and so you know the freedom you experienced, and you know it would be amazing for them. But you don't end up sharing your faith because you end up more concerned about losing their approval than you do about them finding their freedom in Christ. Our final indicator that we are striving for the approval of others is that you have a hard time saying no. You have a hard time saying no. And so someone may come to you and someone may ask you, you know, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? Hey, I need help with this. Can you do this? And so in, inside you're saying no because you know you're too busy, you know you're overwhelmed, and you know you don't really want to do that, and so inside you're saying no, but then outside you end up saying, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then that leads you to this terrible sense of guilt for saying yes even when you wanted to say no, and then that leads you to either resenting yourself for not being able to say no, or resenting the other person for even asking you, And you can see what a mess that causes, right? That that need to please somebody. You can't say no to them because you want to please them. And so why? Why do we do this? Why are we driven for this approval of others? Because we are dealing with insecurity. We are dealing with being insecure, and inwardly we're just crying out Look at me. I want you to like me. I want you to like me. Can you affirm me? Make me feel good about myself. And we look to other people to make us feel good about ourselves. But if we're not careful, we are going to end up falling into one of the biggest dangers of people pleasing, which is becoming obsessed with what people think about us, is actually the quickest way to forget what God thinks about us. Caring too much about what other people think is the quickest way to forget about what God really thinks about you. And there's a warning for us in Scripture in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 25. It says, fearing people is a, say this with me, dangerous trap, but trusting who, say this with me, The Lord means safety. So fearing people, seeking their approval is actually a trap. It is a trap. It's going to ensnare you. In fact, we could actually take it even further and say that it's actually idolatry. It's actually idolatry because we are putting the approval of people ahead of the opinion of God, that's idolatry. This could be one of the greatest limiting factors in your life right now. And so if you're a parent and you've been saying to yourself, well, I just, I just really want my kids to like me. I just, I just want to be their friend. I, I just want them to like me. Well, you're actually seeking their approval. But God didn't appoint you as their parent to get their approval. He appointed you as their parent to guide them through life and make the hard decisions it takes to keep them on track. If you're a student and you're saying, hey, I want to be a leader at my school, I want to be a leader to my peers around me, but you are caring too much about what your friends think of you, you aren't leading them, you're actually following if you want to be a leader in in your business or maybe at the company you work at, you're going to have to make some really, really tough decisions that other people may not understand. And by making those decisions, you may lose some approval from people around you. You might lose approval to do the right thing. And if you want to be a follower of Jesus, you cannot be consumed with what people think of you because you cannot simultaneously live for the approval of people and the approval of God. It doesn't work. You can't live for both. And so how are we going to overcome this? How are we going to, to get through this? And I would say today, one thing, man, we have got to just ask God to do a deep work in our hearts. And I know he has the past few weeks. This series has been powerful. The messages have been so challenging, and God's been doing an incredible work. Some of you have found freedom, but we're not done yet. So we're going to ask God to continue this deep work in our hearts today. And man, we are going to need the power of the Spirit to strengthen us. We're going to need the power of the Spirit to strengthen us so that we can do this, so that we can focus on pleasing God instead of pleasing people. That's our first point today. We are going to focus on pleasing God instead of pleasing people. It really is that simple. And, and Paul in Scripture, the Apostle Paul, he actually thinks it should be obvious. Listen to this passage out of Galatians chapter 1, verse 10. Obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. He's he's saying, I I couldn't even be serving Christ if I was looking for people's approval. I, I couldn't even do it. And so we can't simultaneously live for the applause and approval of others and live fully for God. And if God is truly number one in our life and we are striving to live for him, we are striving to serve him with all that we are, we will be so focused on him that we won't need to find approval in other people. So let's find, let's put our focus on finding our approval in God, right? And the second second thing that we need to do is live from the approval of God instead of for the approval of people. Live from the approval of God. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, it says, For we speak as messengers approved by God to be entrusted with the good news. Our purpose is to please God, not people. We have already been approved by God. If you are Christ's follower, if you've accepted him in your life, you are already approved of God. And he has entrusted you with this message of the good news. He's entrusted it to you. And if you care too much about what other people think, you won't be able to carry the message. It won't work. Because if you are following God, you will not be like. By all people. I know that seems like a newsflash. Like right newsflash. Hello. If you're following God. You're not going to be liked. By all people. And you may. You may have experienced this in your life. Just because. You follow God. Some people are just simply. Not going to like you. If we're truly following after christ and following him and and because of what christ did we are no longer sinners and god sees us as this new creation and because of what christ did on the cross for us that's where our worth comes from and so we can look at that and we can say look our worth is based on who god says i am not what others say i am Jesus made that possible because what he did on the cross, our worth is found in that. Isn't that awesome? Aren't you so thankful? And because of that, now you don't have to strive for the approval of other people. You can just simply live from that approval of God. You can just live from that approval. So is it going to be easy? No. Are you still going to struggle with needing approval? Yes. We have a deep desire in us for that, and we are going to struggle with that. But listen, I don't know about you, but when I am in that place, when I am at that crossroads where I'm being pulled by my need for approval from other people, I have been there many times in my life. Where you're in this crossroads, and and you know there's this moment where, if you if you make this decision, if you you know if you do this thing, whatever that is, you may upset some people around you. You may lose some friends. I know I've been there. God has called me to to confront something or to say something to someone, and, and he it is from him, and and I know it, and he's leading me to do it. And if I do it, I know that I possibly could upset another person that they might get mad at me, that may, may choose not to be my friend anymore. I've been at that crossroads before, and it's so hard. But I can tell you that every time I choose, every time I choose to live from the approval of God and to walk into that and allow the Spirit to strengthen me, I find the joy and the freedom in my life that I long for. And so, so when I struggle... When I'm at that crossroads, being pulled by my need for approval from other people, I am going to remember. I am going to dig deep, and I am going to remember what the scriptures say, because I am who God says I am. He has called me as his very own, and he bought me with the price of his very own son. And because of that, I'm a new creation in Christ The old is gone, the new has come. I am forgiven. My sins are washed away. I am more than a conqueror with Christ. I am the head and not the tail. No weapon formed against me will prosper. God says I am a masterpiece. Jesus says I am the light of the world. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead actually lives in me. And now I am a joint heir with Christ. I am greatly loved by God. I am called. I am equipped. I am an overcomer in Christ. And God approves of me. Do you believe that? Living from the approval of God will change your life. It will change your life. And that's where we want to live from. And and thankfully, I don't know about you, but I am so thankful. I am so thankful that Jesus made a way for this. Jesus made the way. For us to be fully loved and fully approved by God, by the work that he did on the cross, by allowing us the opportunity to be in communion with God. He made the way. And so I am so thankful. And God has just been doing such a deep work in our hearts and in our lives over the past few weeks, we wanted to just seal that today by taking communion together, by remembering the power of what Jesus did for us, the power of life change. And so some of you still may be questioning your worth, maybe questioning your value this morning, whether or not God really does approve of you, you may, you may still be questioning that. I want to share a story with you. And there was a night a long time ago where Jesus gathered with his disciples around a table, and they enjoyed a meal together. They sat together and talked together, and Jesus knew what was coming, and he even talked about it with them at the table, about the suffering that he was to experience to come and his death and his resurrection and they had no clue what he was talking about what he was referring to it didn't make sense to them but it did to him And he shared with them and he passed bread with them and passed wine and they drank together and broke bread together it was powerful but you know what was even more powerful in that moment obviously jesus sharing his life is the most powerful thing but there was a man at that table And his name was Judas. And Jesus sat and dined with him. And he broke the bread and he said, this is my body broken for you. Take and eat in remembrance of me. And he passed that bread to Judas. And we all know that Judas was the disciple that would betray Jesus. And Jesus knew that. And Jesus even said, one of you at this very table is going to betray me. But Judas got to eat too. Judas got to partake of communion. And so whatever you're feeling this morning, if you're feeling unworthy, if you're feeling like um, you're not enough, I would tell you that's not the case. Judas ate too. Jesus is passing you the bread to take it and to experience this communion with God that he made a way for us. So we're going to do that. We're going to remember and partake of this together. And I just want to take a moment and pray over us and pray over our elements before we partake of them together. So let's pray together. Lord, we just love you. We praise you and we worship you. God, we just delight in you. We thank you so much for who you are. You are an incredible God. You are a God who loves us, a God who approves of us, and a God who made the biggest sacrifice of all by giving his very own son's life for us so that we could find our communion with you, so that we could be restored in our relationship with you. We thank you, God, for giving your son. And Jesus, we want to say thank you for the sacrifice of your life, for laying your life down for us, for, for breaking your body so that we could be whole again so that we could find healing and hope for spilling your blood, for shedding your blood out for us, for for the forgiveness of our sins. There's no other sacrifice that has been made that that even comes close to the sacrifice you made. And so we just cry out to you this morning and we say that we need you. We need that. We, We need your blood to wash us clean, God. We are sinners. We fall short every day. But because of you, because of the sacrifice you made, we can be clean, we can be whole, we can be new again. and we can find forgiveness. We can find freedom, We can find the strength that we need for our lives. So God, we don't look to other people around us for for approval, God for fulfillment. We look straight to you and only you. You are the only one that matters. You're the only one that could truly fulfill us in our life. And so we look to you, we seek you for that. Because of the sacrifice that was made, we can find that in you.